The Vice President of Equatorial Guinea, Teodoro Obiang, also known as the Playboy Vice President. He has done it again. He has managed to create controversy over his recent upload. Let me show you a video of him that was posted two weeks ago according to an account on Twitter. The Vice President of Equatorial Guinea has stayed at a $75,000 a night penthouse in New York City to attend the UN Assembly. And this is what he posted. The funny thing about this post is he attended the UN assembly where he spoke about the lack of development in Africa and reforming the UN. It's the audacity for me, honestly. Don't get me wrong. If someone works hard for their money, they should be able to enjoy it. They can pay $75,000 a night for a penthouse if they want to. They can even burn it. I think it's against the law, but they can do whatever they want to do with their money because they made it, that's their hard-earned money, they do whatever with it. But when it comes to leaders like this, I told you he's the vice president of Equatorial Guinea and his father, by the way, is the president of Equatorial Guinea. So as the leader of a country where there is lots of suffering, lots of people are struggling, I believe, Above 70% of the people are living under the poverty line. And this family that is running the country quite literally like it's their own playground are buying mansions, yachts, and properties everywhere in the world. Private jet. Let me tell you something. According to this post, he traveled to New York with his private jet. <laughs> you better be sure that he didn't pay that from his pocket. Let me say allegedly. I don't think that he paid from his personal pocket. And at the end of the day, he is a vice president. So what's their salary like? You can't tell me a president or a vice president of a country can afford all these luxury items from their salary from government. Governments don't pay that well and that much, even if they pay a lot. I mean, the most he can do is maybe afford a first class flight, but that's besides the point. The reason why this is such a controversial post is the fact that the contrast between how his country is right now and the people, how they're living and how these people, by the way, I think his uncle is like a minister of oil, if I'm not wrong. I don't know. I can be uh, mistaking that for Angola, but this is like a family run 
country and his father has been in that position for 20 30 plus years and now this young man probably is planning on being a successor and taking over so let me just even remind you when his properties were seized abroad i believe in paris a confiscated car collection sold for $27 million in Switzerland this past weekend. The cars once belonged to the vice president of Guinea. The cars were confiscated after he was sued for embezzling money. The 2014 Lamborghini Veneno sold for the most at just over $8 million. bucks. The auction house donated all proceeds to a charity in Guinea. The reason why they seized his mansion and his sports cars is because they found out that he was dabbling in corruption and money laundering. So we're not just skeptical of him just because he is staying at a $75,000 penthouse a night. Like he lives luxuriously. That's why he's called a playboy. He even dated some reality show stars in the US and it's a known fact the way he lives and the way he spends money as if there's no tomorrow, as if he's not worried about money. But when you look at the situation of his country, it's just sad to witness how the people are living. Despite oil wealth that has given Equatorial Guinea one of the highest GDPs per capita in the world, the money doesn't seem to be reaching most of the population. Many live in slums like here, where this woman says she hasn't had running water in days. She was too afraid to speak about it on camera. Theodore Obiang Ngema has been president since taking power in a coup in 1979. He says he has kept the country peaceful. But many complain that keeping order has been at the expense of freedom and development. One young man agreed to give his opinion on the government, but only in English, he said, so that officials nearby wouldn't understand. There's no democracy here. No democracy. Because people are afraid. That's all. For most, survival is day to day, and the country's oil wealth remains far beyond their grasp. So you can't tell me that this man is using the people's money properly because Equatorial Guinea has such a small population that the money should have been enough to sustain them. They shouldn't even be under the poverty line. Majority of the people should have been well off, but that's not their reality. Anyways, we have seen that a lot of African countries and especially the youth waking up and saying no more and finally speaking up for themselves. I guess we'll see when the people of Equatorial Guinea will say enough is enough, but I guess we'll see. Anyways, fam, let us know down below what your thoughts are about this. I am Ongil Zalalem. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.